sing one more of his. We used to sing this a lot. This is a deep... I don't know if some of you remember. Okay, first of all, Mazel Tov to Natan and Malka on the birth of Shalva Geula Sternberg. Oh, 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 oh. What, a, what an amazing simcha. 
And Baruch Habat of Yedid Nafshi, Michael Ben Melech from Florida for now. He <laughs> thought I'd get it. Come on, you know it was going to be. Of course you're here. He's always with us and he's been blazing up all of the Florida Hevra and, and more for so long. And I, I love you so much. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy you're here. Here for a simcha. I should always come for a simcha. Always, always, always. So the month of Tam, the month of Tammuz, anonymously sponsored for the birthday and the growth of W. Yeshua Ben Tzvi Alter, Michael Levy, in memory of Michael's mother Liora Batzelik. Today is the yard site of the do- of the son of Esti and Shimon Golovensitz. David Golovensitz was killed. Um, I don't remember how many years ago it was. Anyone remember? Three or four. Four. More? I think four. even. Yeah, it's four. It's four years. It's gonna be Hashem David Golovens is your is today. And um, Talian Gershon, my sister and brother in law, sponsored for the Rufu of Gershon's father. He needs a big Rufu Yosef Ben Esther Halevi. Rufu I'm just going to say one thing in the beginning, very important, because this Shabbos is a big Shabbos. I mean, every Shabbos is a big Shabbos. We have a bunch of simchas in the shul, bar mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs, and two more from the six, the 18. <laughs> Um, two more from the six, fam- two of the six families that are moving here. Uh, one, one already actually moved in this week, but they have to go back and and close up shop in Abu Dhabi. It's a whole story. But the two, two more families. Last week, the first family. This week, two more families. Greenberg and De Toledo. So it's it's like we got to give them a strong, big hug. I'm sure we will. And uh, that's it. This is like this is it, Kilo. Yeah, it's real now. So. Just to to keep it keep your eyes open, hearts open, and davening's got to be fire, fire, fire. So that next Thursday we'll be singing and dancing with guitars and fressing with with basar instead of fasting. I know that last week I probably heard from half of you regarding how much the learning that we did was Baruch Hashem bothering you. In a good, I say that in a good way because it should. These are things that are striking on the nimeha nefesh. When it comes to music, we know, of course, it's going to touch upon, it's strike a chord in a place that's very hard because most of us have been very much in touch with our emotions based on the soundtrack of the 90s. It's basically, or, sorry, the 60s. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I bless us all to be struck more by the soundtrack of the 60s than the 90s, that's for sure, if anything, right? I've listened to Rev Weinberg's Gibson. He spoke to year on Thursdays. It's the only one he's doing now on Zoom still. He's up in the mountains already. Even yesterday in the shir, he, 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 it's amazing. He said, you know, there was a yid, he wrote, he had a niggun back in the 70s, and he goes off and he quotes like four lines of a very rare Paul Simon song that I, I, don't, I didn't even know, just like that. You know, these things are, these things are, are touching on nimeha on, nishat. On, this is our kishka, so of course it's going to touch us more, because it's stuff that we feel is part of us. And whenever we feel threatened by something that's part of us, Without understanding larger context, it's gonna, it's gonna, yeah. They say that there's a separate part of your brain that remembers music. I know with Eitan um, Eshman, he was still able to see heroes. Wow, really? So, really? But yeah, because that's his wife said. Oh, that's so deep. Separate part of the brain that wasn't affected. That's so deep. Okay, so that's why, of course, we're touching a different department, but I want to contact Shkoyach. I want to bring it back into the context of, of this year. This year, what we're speaking about now, and what Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter has been guiding us towards, and why he wanted this parak in this sefer, 
is that this parak is speaking about the Kedusha of Zmirot, the importance of singing Nigunim at your Shabbos table, not just in Shul. But we have a lot of Svarim that speak about that they believe that a lot of kids could have really chapped, gotten into the heart of Yiddishkeit if their parents put more of an emphasis on the Nigunim at the Shabbos table, the Zmiros at the Shabbos table. Reb Shlomo spoke about this a lot also. Um, there was a few things he couldn't tolerate. One, shallow ideas, his words. And the other one was talking during Zmiras. It's like people think it's like this optional thing. You know, like also up here, like in Shul, sometimes with guests, sometimes with not guests, but, but majorly with, with guests, like we're singing, right? Where then we start dancing. Oh, that's already like, after, that's not part of the davening. Not really. What avoiders the Rebbe's used to do with dancing? Someone, Nisim. Where's Ellie? Is Ellie here? These, Nisim sent me this clip this morning with the bitch of my Morgenstern. You saw this week? Oh. And, and uh, it's, it, I don't know, I didn't look at the whole things right before davening. You see the Eilam, they're, they're singing in Nigun. They may as well have been like learning the greatest Bechina they ever did on, on getting tested for Rabbanus. That's seriousness. So the seriousness approach to Nigunim doesn't mean right now I'm doing an Avoid that's serious, but I'm seriously besimcha about what Nigunim are meant to do for us. To get our kids at the Shabbos table, it's a very, very big thing. Quite often when, when I get to meet with Chavar, with parents, and they talk about stuff at home, that isn't always the, the freilach. One of the first questions is, what does the Shabbos table look like? No, no, we say a Dvar Torah. I'm like, no, that's not what I'm asking. It's not what I'm asking. What, the, what are the Nigunim like? What are the Zmiras like? So, Ruch Hashem, I have a few neighbors. I could hear them from a few doors away, that their Nigunim are on. The Zmiras at the Shabbos table are on. It's a very big thing, even if you're not musical. Trust me, when it comes to Zmiras, no one can tell if you're completely tone deaf or not. Other times, yes, but like if you're Chazan. But if you're singing Zmiras at the Shabbos table... It's totally fine. So go. So remember, this parak was inserted as a special request by Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter once it seems the Sefer was finished about Kedushas Shabbos to put in the Inyan of Negina. And I looked, and this is actually one of the longest prakim, all about music, all about holy music. So we're going to have a, hopefully a gishmak time with this. Look at the bottom of Kuf Yotet, bottom of left column. Who asked him to put it in there? He did. He asked, he asked, the, he asked the Talmudim that put the Sefer together to put it in. You see where it says, Nidbakashnu? Mm-hmm. On the top, Nid, again, I'll say this again. Yeah, Nidbakashnu me'et, that stands for Moreinu ve'rabeinu ha'ga'on ha'tzadik shlita. That's referring to him. We were asked by him, Lachnis kan perek miyuchad negina. Godel ma'alata, how great it is, avodasa anala ve'azirut ma'efech. And the, to, be, to be conscious... Of the like we were talking about last week, the other side. Um, are there any more svarim up there in the back, or they're all on the table? Does anyone need a safer? It's important to see inside. We have one, one more up here. You can pass it down. Whoever needs. Ben Yishchai says like this: Kasev, im taasok b'Torah b'Simcha, ki adam asameach b'Zemer. If your learning is like your way you sing. And he ends here, this is not the Ben Ishchai, because there's some Yiddish comes up now. The person has to have a pleasantness when it comes to learning. A geshmak in learning. That's not the Ben Ishchai's words, right? A geshmak in learning. Like you have a geshmak over a good nigan. Learning is like a nigan. It's learning has... Uh, uh, crescent, it goes ascending, descending, like a song does. 
Kushios of Terutzim, Rayos Osvaros, just like a good nigun does. This is a beautiful concept. A good nigun takes you on a stroll through a shakla vitaria, goes back and forth. Uh, I, I experienced to see for the first time with my eyes someone learning in a nigun when I was 16. This guy was a biker. Uh, he, he passed away about a, came out two years ago. His name was, he was a holy, holy yid. His name was Reb Lazer. Reb Lazer, uh, I forgot his last name right now. He was a big, big dude. He was learning in the Hasidish Kolel in Los Angeles. And I, I can't tell till today if he did this because I came in the room, but he probably couldn't. I was only 16. He wouldn't know anything. But when I came in, he was learning Baba Makos. And he was learning the nigun like he would sing the nigun, he would sing the the blot like that. And then he did Moshe Chavez for another for another part of the Gemara. But we're not only talking about singing nigunim. You know, I shared with the chevra about the dream with the Rebbe. Did I share with you guys? Oh, I have to tell you, Chaim, I told you right, the dream I had with the Rebbe a few weeks ago. This is unbelievable. I'm going to share it because I I realize these are not things. This is just a me'oras. This is just a matnas chinam that happened about a month ago, two months ago. I had a dream. This was the third dream I've ever had with the Rebbe. And this one dream was about 20 years ago that I was following the Rebbe going to 770. And I, I walked right behind him and I went into a room with him and I, I said to him, Rebbe, Ich bin kohen. So I'm, a, I'm a depressed kohen. And he looked at me and he said, no, you're not. And he went like that. And it was, it was done. Another dream was the Rebbe, Reb Shlomo, and the Friedeke Rebbe walking on the streets of Vienna in the 30s. Black and white, that was insane. Lasted for a split second. The, but the third dream was even more special. It was just a little while ago. But I walked into, I don't know if it was his office. I don't know if it was Maras Machpela. I can't tell. I, I don't remember the location. It was like... It was right after we came back. So I was, I don't know if it was Marcel Machpela or if it was the office in 770 or it was somewhere else in 770. I walked into the room and I saw it was black and white and it was metushtash, meaning, how do you say metushtash? It was blurry. It was blurry. Yeah, the, the visual was blurry. And I said to myself, the only way you could, you could see clear is if you go, if you go closer. And also I couldn't hear. It was like a radio station that you couldn't really, it was static. So I said, well, from here, I'm getting a really weird visual and audio, but I'm going to go closer. And it was as if there were people coming by to watch an exhibit in a museum, and then they would pass by. And the Rebbe's standing there. He looked like it was the 60s. He looked young, younger. And he was leaning on something, like he would lean where he would daven from, you know, when he would lean after the davening on the shtender. He was leaning on a shtender, around some kind of awning. And um, he was teaching the nigun of a mimer. Now, do you understand what that means? Ma'amarim, the Rebbe would say ma'amarim, and then he'd say sichas. Those are two different things. It's all, mm-hmm. but when the Rebbe would go, if you have a dvar malchus, you open up at the beginning, it's a mimer. Then, there's more sichas. Ma'amarim is basically federal express atzilus. I don't know what else to call it. Just like, tires, the deepest tires in the world coming down from the highest place in the world. The Rebbe would also hold on to something the whole time while he was saying a mimer. Keep him down here. But the mimer had a nigun. The, the way that... Right? You, you think it's just like a nusach, a nusach. It's a whole nigun. 
the closer I was getting, the less static and, uh, and blurry the picture and the audio was. And the closer I was getting to hearing him sing the nigan, his eyes were shining brighter. It was a very, very clear dream. It was like a very, very clear dream. And the whole Indian was not how much is it, you could say, it, how much, wow, you had a dream with the Rebbe. It was the chashivas of the nigun of the mimer. The nigun of learning. I was thinking about it right now. I had to share it with you. The nigun of learning. It's false enough if I don't tell you guys this stuff. Mehmet. We should always share each other these very special things. The nigun of a mimer is a whole gishmakta. You walk into a base mentors, you can hear people have a nigunim. You know, some of you have heard the chevra that are here this week for this kolo that we have for this uh, five weeks. Some of these guys, I was hearing their, their, their nigun of learning. It was so, it was so beautiful. It just gets me so excited for what's going to be here every single day come August 27th from, the, from, from morning to night. The, 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 the nigun of learning. So he's saying that when a person has, a, a, you can have a gishmak of learning, just like you have a gishmak of sitting around singing and sitting with a, in a kumzitz, the same thing should be with learning. Kamoshe Amar David Amelech Alavashalam. And this is such a beautiful raya for this. In Tehillim, there's a passage, it says, Zmiros hayuli chukecha. Your chukim, your Torah, were like zmiros for me. Now, I, I have a whole, whole diok here, I saw another sefer, that David HaMelech Davka says, what, what part of Torah becomes like a nigun for me? Chukecha. Which means the things that are hardest for me to feel like I can understand. But when I sing them, they become, they, they become a nigun to me. All those places in life that I, I really don't understand, but I make a nigun out of it, it becomes like the most naim things for me in my heart. Sorry? Very nice. As, when that's the story of your life, the, he quotes, the, I think he's still quoting here from the Ben yeah. As, then you'll be zochet to be a Baal Mezamer every day. But we already learned last week, what does it mean to be a Zamer kol day? It doesn't mean you're writing Nigunim all day long. We learned last week that the word Mizmor doesn't just mean Nigun, it means like Zamira, pruning, cutting away, removing what doesn't belong. The more I learn with the Nigun, the more I learn with Arevut, the more I'm singing, I'm not just singing. I'm also doing, it's a dual effect. I'm also removing what's not important from what, like the places that I really want to get to in life, through the koyach of zmiras, I'm removing what's not important and what keeps me away from what, where my heart really desires, this place of, of iskashus and dvekas. Bless you. When that happens, the gates are open and they keep on flooding down. And he continues here. And, and I feel very proud that by us here, it's very clear that the nigunim is not, it's not like a, a, on display. It's not like an effect. It's not like once in a while. It's a crucial part of what makes this kehila this kehila and what makes us Yidin, and what makes us feel like we actually have a chance to, to do something right in this world. Hashiros v'azmiros hu davar ikari. Echad ma'advarim ha'ikariim she'yesh ben adam levin kono. One of the main things that exists between a person and his creator. Lo lechinam, it's not for nothing, hinig ha'bar shem tov lashir 
It's not stam, the Baal Shem Tov said, listen, you should be singing and fabringing together. It's not like, oh, it's a, it's a cute idea. It's a, it's a yesod. You understand? It's a yesod. He's what's the parish of that pasuk? That you are all, you that are clinging to Hashem, your God, are alive today. He says that's the, that falls under the mitzvah. You can acquire dveikus, which is what we're always striving for. You can acquire it through a nigan. Well, if that's saying that's true, that must mean that must be that it must be taken very seriously. That's why it's so funny to me sometimes that people in shul think that the nigan that continues after the words is kilo like sweet. It's like mabitam. Yeah, a nigan is like when you sing a nigan with words and then you continue without words. Look what you're doing. A nigan with words. Your kavana is. The words, because so it's kind of limiting, because it's focusing you on a certain t- subject. Lechadot is a great example. We did it over here. All these things, right? But then, I can, I go and fly. What's my kavana at that moment? And so. You've talked about it before. It's like you don't know where the beginning or the end is when you're in a nigger. Yeah, dveikus. Dveikus, Pashut Dveikus. So what he's enforcing here is he's saying the Baal Shem Tov understood quite clearly that if the point of Hasidus is to wake up the Neshama, the Neshama wants to feel that it has a place to be Kone Dveikus. We want to have a place we can actually acquire Dveikus, and therefore the world of Negina is so important. Now we're going to go to the, I don't want to say the other side, because it's the same side. Dvarim Niflaim Muflagim Begodel Hashira Dikdusha to see how great singing and nigunim are, you also see Muva B'Shem Hagra. And in the beginning he writes like this. So said our teacher Hagan Rebbe Liyal Mivilna. All chokhmas are needed in our Torah Hakdosha. What, what do you think that means, first of all? What do you think? What do you think that means? To understand Torah, you have to come at it from many different From many different, yeah, right? Like all different places of intellect. That That's what it seems to be saying in the beginning here. Pointing towards. So the Kanim, the Knea Menorah over here would be all levels of Chochmah. But he says, V'chochmas ha-muzika, it's interesting he used that word already back then. Yisrael Shklaver is 250 years ago, I think. 220 years ago. Chochmas ha-muzika, Shibcha Harbe, but he would really praise the Chochmah of music, the Gra. Hu az, Kirov Tame Torah, most of the ta'amim of Torah, v'sodos shirei halavim, v'sodos tikune azar, i efshar leida bil ada. You can't, this is amazing, no? You can't, this is unbelievable. Ta, what's ta'amei Torah? You think he's talking about trap? 
What does Tam in Hebrew mean? And? And reason. Hmm. I'll leave that open. Whatever you, whatever you want to insert in there. So, but he says, the secret of the Nigunim of the Levim, the secret of Tikkun Azar, you can't know without Chochmas and Muzika, without music. Sodos Muflogim Ka'ele Gnuzim Bechochmas Hanegina. Vechen Efshar Legala Sodos Kedoshim Rabim Aliada. Vaaliada Yecholim Bne Adam Lamut Bechlos Nafsham Lashem Isbarach Bene Imusaya. He's quoting the, the Gra saying, a person, a human being, could actually die. Die because of what? Why, why would a person die? What's close on Nefesh? Utmost vacus, expression of the Neshama. Yeah. What's that? It was a Nigun? Yeah, well, maybe it was a Nigun. Yeah. So, Shlomo said he sang the Ten Commandments, he, didn't, he also sang creation. The Ten Commandments were a Nigun. It can't be that it was a. You know, <laughs> he said it must have been the yeah, is a nigan. Also, he says, you think God said Vayomer Elokim Yehi Or? He said, can you imagine the nigan of Vayomer Elokim Yehi Or? The nigan of the nigan of Bria. He said, Reb Nachman says, I've been looking for it for twenty five years to see Reb Nachman says that inside. I haven't found it yet, but maybe I'm sure it's there. Yeah. It says so he says a person can actually, a nigun, you remember the story we said from Michal Zlachever so many times? Remember that nigun? We've said this story many times. I'll say it, Mamish Bekitzer, that there was always a by Reb Michel Zlotchover. They sang that nigun in Shalashudis. Breslov sings it in Shalashudis, and they always had to have a designated non-nigun singer because every, he had to make sure that everyone would would, would 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 not expire. And one and the story is that one week that designated non-nigun singer got drunk. <laughs> He couldn't hold back. And when they woke up from the nigun, the rabbi was nifter. The rabbi was lotshavar, the baal amenagin. There's one clip from Jem. I, I told you about this, that you see... I'm, I'm not kidding. They, I think, you know, I can't find it. I think they may have taken it down because it was almost not for this world. The rabbi singing the shalosh tenost, right? Remember that, Jerry? You love that nigun. It's, uh, how does it start? How does the shalosh tenost start? I am a... That, to me, that's a nigun that could totally up your life insurance right before you sing that nigun. That nigun is a dangerous one. That's the nigun that's written by the by the Baal Shem HaKadosh, the Magadim is rich, and the Alter Rebbe, the Sholosh Tnus. You see, there are nigunim that the soul feels so at home in the state of dvekas. The soul, you feel so right. The Piyasetzna writes this in Perak Dalid, You feel so right. The thought of this ending is worse than physical death. This is the world of dvekas, the Kenyan of dvekas that can come from the world of nigunim. 
Ve'yecholim, he ends off here in the name of the Gura, something insane. Ve'yecholim lehachayos meisim besodosea hagnuzim batayra. You know what else you could do with nigunim? You could actually resurrect people from the dead. Although the Kotzke Rebbe said you could actually resurrect people from the life. Meaning, you could actually <laughs> resurrect people that are mamish, spiritually dead, from, from Kayach HaNagina. Klomar. But here he's saying, Pashut, you can actually, it's possible, if you know the secrets of it. Like, if you know the secrets of the Torah of, through music, you could actually resurrect people from the dead. And this he quotes from the, from the Gra. He continues over here. Hagdamasa shel hagon mishklov lepas ha-shulchan mistayemes bezealoshan. This Hagdama we just quoted of the Talmud of the Gra ends like this. Hagra amar kama nigunim vechama midos hevi Moshe Rabbeinu mehar Sinai. What does that mean? Kshemoshe Rabbeinu yarad mehar Sinai veyevi lano esatora kama nigunim hevi milemala yachadim atayra. So I want to say like this. You know what Moshe Rabbeinu also destroyed when he destroyed the first Luchos? Shavuot Sabbatamus is so painful because he also, he also deleted some nigunim that he also brought down with him the first Yerida. Remember the story when Rabbi Shlomo was in Maidanik and he turned around in the gas chamber that's still there? He took out his tape recorder and, he wrote, and three nigunim came down while he's in the gas chamber in Maidanik. He always had a tape recorder around him to always, you know, to, to always hop the, the nigunim that were coming down. Before that, he used to call. He had a friend. He used to call to sing the nigun into the phone to, for the person to write it out so he wouldn't forget it. That's what it was like back then. But in Maidanik, in the gas chamber, he, he turned around and he, he sang it. I have a picture of this. He put in, I have a video of it. He, he sang three nigunim into the... You could see he's like mumbling something into the tape recorder. The next morning, when he went to check to hear those nigunim again, everything else came out besides those nigunim. All the other things from the trip came out besides those nigunim, also the video. That didn't come out. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Loma al Mahadain, not from this world. So, but here, what he's saying over here is like, let's say, you, let's go to Yom Kippur. Moshe Rabbeinu comes down with the second Luchos, and he says, Moshe Rabbeinu came down with nigunim. Now, if Reb Nachman said this, or the Zorak, or, or, or Reb Tzadok, or the Rapshitzer, we'd be like, wow, what a give up. Who's saying this? It's the huh? The <laughs> is saying this. The Hakdama for the Pes HaShulchan is saying this. Ubesidur Hagra, Ishi Yisrael, Kosov, Imshacha la'afar nafsheinu, al yedzar ve'yogon she'ovra roshenu, the Gura is saying, if what ripped our hearts open for such pain really got into us so deeply, the thing that we do to lift ourselves out from this is Koyach HaNigun. Koyach HaNigun is not a Hasidic Chiddush. It's very important to, just maybe the centrality of, of the role that it plays in Avodah Hashem is much more Hasidic focused. But, you know, it's not like... One time when I first moved here, I was somewhere here, without mentioning names, and I was supposed to give a shear, but I sang a nigun in the beginning, before the shear started. Like Kimat, I, I would oh, normally do, especially in new situations. And it was, it was a very awkward moment. More awkward than what I said after davening about thinking that the meal's over, right? 
it was so awkward because everyone kind of looked at me like, like Why, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Kilo, if you're coming to learn, that had, that, we, didn't, we didn't ask you to come do a kumzitz. It was Friday night. We didn't ask you to come do a kumzitz, right? So I want to say like this. We're going to stop here, but I want to I I explain the context of, the, of this. Why is... What's the danger of the other side? If Koach HaNegina can mechayemesim, if Moshe Rabbeinu brought down nigunim from high Sinai, if people's Yiddish, if kids Yiddishkeit is dependent, person maybe, on the nigunim they hear at the Shabbos table on Friday night, azel umadze, the more the more, the more potent something is on one side, the same thing on the other side. That's just the way it is. Mamash, not to quote. See? My mind. I'm thinking Bruce Hornsby because he has this mamish, those words. That's just the way it is. It's, it's in our, it's, it's mamash in our, this is our door. We, we grew up like this. We could male it. We could male it. And now it's not about going to a place of, I would say, going home and taking all your cassettes and CDs and, and, and burning them because all you got to do right now is go like this. <laughs> you know? But you don't need, but that's not even it either. That's not the Indian. I don't think anyone's. I don't think anyone's neshama is going to burn because they want to listen to a James Taylor sweet, smooth thing. But our kids aren't listening to James Taylor. I wish they were. Our kids are listening to garbage. Not just garbage music, garbage neshama stuff. It's not the same ilchama that you and I had. It's not the same thing. It's a mashu acher. It's something else. It's like we spoke about last week about the beat. Right? Which we could talk about in a more different time. But it's just, we know this to be true because of what's available on the other side of this, of, of, of the Kedusha of music. So I want us to keep that in context as we continue to learn the power and the beauty of what Olam Negina can do for us to enhance our lives and to take the world of Nigunim stronger and stronger and stronger. And especially when we're in Shul tonight, as much as it's already, as much as it's already Chazak on that level, you never know who needs to hear what nigun and what moment. Maybe in Dafka without words. You don't know who needs to like feel that right now, this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. I felt like that many times when I've walked into places and they're singing a nigun. I'll just end with one more story. This is a deepest, this is a beautiful story in Chavad Reb Leibish. And the Chavad Reb Yaakov Meir Shechter. My brother and I were at a wedding of, of uh, I, I may have shared this before, of Mordechai Walker. Mordechai Walker is from the band Peydale, the tallest one. One of my best friends. He's an amazing guy. He's a sweet, sweet brother. He got married up in a place called Port Jervis. You know Port Jervis? Right? It's up there somewhere in a beautiful place in the mountains in, the, in, in New York. Or is it, maybe it's Jersey. I don't remember. Yeah. Jersey? Yeah. It's, Jer- it's New York? A gorgeous area. Gorgeous. It was like, it was Lamed Hei Ba'omer. I remember exactly when it was. I don't know, about seven, eight years ago. Reb Leibish, I believe, was Masada Kiddushin, or he was there to uh, do the Badekin. Maybe that's what it was. He did the Badekin. The Badekin was in this beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous area with just, we don't see these things here where it's just like grass, adasof, you know? You know, it's like New Jersey backyards where it's just like woods, like a, like a Pomona backyard where it's just like, it doesn't start anywhere, it doesn't end anywhere, it just get lost in there. So that's where it was. And Reb Leibish was saying Torahs from Reb Nassim on Mordechai and Esther. 
because his name is Mordechai. I don't know if Kala's not name is, is, is Esther, but whatever it was. And he says, and I just want to end right now with telling you and singing you a nigun, and I'm on one side of this field, and my brother's on the other side. I'll sing for you. He says, I want to sing for you a nigun, written by the Rizhner Rebbe, and the words were put together, well, were added by Rev Yaakov Meir Shechter. So, it, it all sounds like a NCSY Shal Shiris Nigan, the first few notes, so don't, hold on for it, so you'll see what I mean. And you, this is a Nigan they sing in Meiron every time they light a, a, a fire. This is a deep, deep Nigan. So he starts singing this Nigan, Blebej starts singing this Nigan. voice of his, that sweet Zisa voice. That voice is like carrying all of Am Yisrael in, in his voice. And he, my brother and I, our eyes locked from across the, Ramash, across the field. And we both ran away into the forest and started crying. Mamish crying. Uh, the problem was is that he was the wedding band and they were waiting for him for to, to continue the a deck into the chuppah. So it couldn't, it was like, it would, yeah, so it'd be the deepest story if I said, and we stayed there all night long. <laughs> you know, we would have. <laughs> we would have. But it, what I'm trying to say is that that you have moments in life, you don't know when they're going to hit you, you just got to be open for it, that you feel, like I may have come down to the world to hear that nigga. It's happened to me many times in life. I'm sure it's happened to all of us many times in life. If that's the case of the, of the strength of Nagina, that, that's what we're trying to say, that it needs to be that much more protected. You understand? Because, it, because of its vitality. Because of what it can do in the world. And on Shabbos, there's no greater time to tune into the Kedusha of that world of Nigun. And we should be Zohar for Yom Shekulah Shabbos. 
us, all of us, b'simcha for many more years. Shkoyach, everyone. Amen.